This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. The most known unknowns. Lord, I work five long years Did you yeah. have a secret document that I think you need to say? On the five time, five time, five time, five time, five time. Let's take a sip of beer because you're listening to the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast for five years. That's right, five years we've done this. Everybody who said, oh, you're not going to be able to last. How is a podcast going to thrive when everyone's just drinking? Well, guess what? We did it. We got five years in. We got five more. And then after that, we got another five. And then hopefully podcasts are still a thing. What are we, 20 years in? Five more podcasts. We are right here at ooh, 30 Rackway, the beautiful Bucketorium, lovely New Windsor, Illinois. This is the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast, fifth year anniversary episode. I'm pumped. Uh, I didn't think I'd last here five years, so I'm, uh, I thought the show would last. I just didn't think I would. I'm Steve. In the studio today is Eric. How's it going? Kurt. What up? Doug. Yo, yo. Oh, and guess what? We got some uh, long-time, long-time homies. We got Mark Reif, hey, Moneybags. Hey, old guys. Since day one. <laughs> and then Gene Miller, like, you know, probably the biggest supporter. Five years. What's going on, guys? Five years. Five years. Five years. Five fun. Well, you said years. you made it five years, but we fired you at least uh, six times, right? Yeah. Okay, so uh, this is like my four-year and like 210 days. probably at like three years and ten months, yeah. probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Technically, we've been around longer than five years, but the actual like release dates <laughs> is five years. So Steve and I did the first podcast five years ago. From the launch of this episode, which is crazy to think about, and corny as hell, still corny. <laughs> we just progressively we just, got cornier. We should have just launched number one again and then retitled it like three hundred whatever. You want to just delete every episode we ever did and start? <laughs> yeah, just start, start fresh, over, dude. Hey, it's episode number one of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. Episode zero zero <laughs> zero 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 one. Five, five years. Five 
whole years. That's how long we've been doing this podcast. You know what the number five like represents? I got some random five, five. trivia. Uh-oh. Listen to this. Listen to this. The pattern of five dots on a die, you know, like dice, is called a uh, quincunx. If Say you that get again? a a quin quincunx, a what? <laughs> Q i n c u n x. Wait, that sounds. How many? How do you say it? A quincunx. Hey, it sounds like something Jim Shockey killed in like. Hey, dude, I shot Zimbabwe. No, you shoot a big five by five bullets, man. I shot a quincunx by quincunx. Sounds like some kind of crepe or some kind of pastry. Sounds French, dude. I'm telling you, boron is the fifth element, right? Boring is not how I would describe the movie The Fifth Element. That's a great flick. If you get five, five kills in a row, that's killing spree. Number killing spree is five kills? Five? Killing yeah. spree is five Dude, kills I in a row. I literally went on a killing spree yeah. this hunting season. Dude, you, you got that medal. <laughs> hey, he's getting close to calling an airstrike. Number five Man. was the number worn by, and this is for you, Joey. No Margassia Para oh, yeah. from the Boston Red Sox. And that was terrible. One of that the most important terrible. things Boston. that I want everybody to know of how important the number five is, five inches is average. So I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> don't lie to yourself, sir. You're still, <laughs> you're still below average. <laughs> you still don't make the cut. <laughs> Before we dive into this yeah. podcast, we want to give a big thank you to everyone that supported us for five years straight. We, we can't believe it. Everyone that supported us from the beginning. Everyone who just recently discovered us and for some reason is listening. And our partners or sponsors, whatever you want to call them, for having faith in what we do, uh, being idiots, and kind of just being ourselves and having fun with it. Um, so big shout out to HHA, Loophold, Scent Crusher, Thermosy, Victory Archery, Elite Archery, Lone Wolf Custom Gear, Big Time, Hunter's Blend Coffee, and Old Barn Taxidermy. Just got the antelope back. Looks good. Dude, the people at Old Barn are top notch, by the way. I got to add quick because I, just, I was there two days ago. Julian helped me pick out the mount for Creepy. We got something really cool playing. I'm pumped for it. I saw him on. They have a TikTok now, as do we. we Old Barn does? Old Barn has a TikTok. You didn't Jeez. know that? It's getting crazy. It's, taking off. It's, it's getting wild out here. Everyone's anyway, yeah. TikTok. We got a vlog, too. Big thank you That's to everyone. Different. We really, really appreciate all the all the support, man. Yeah, we do have a vlog now, also. Um, we're going to do more until we just get tired of doing them. That's fair, right? It took us five years to do it. Yeah. I'm excited. Um. So I have. Do we want to do veteran shout out and stuff first? Where we dive into the meat and taters, or do you want me to do my statement, or do you? What do you want to do? Uh, let's go ahead and do a vet uh, veteran shout out okay. because they fight for the freedoms for us to for you to allow this, you know, freedom of speech. But actually, cool. I'm not going to do it. Um, our buddy Gene, who is a veteran, which thank you for your service to this country thank and you, thank you, Gene, for being Gene. around for Gene. five years on this podcast. Right, thanks for being good patriots, guys. No problem. Uh, we try. Take it know, away, Gene. Actually, I would like to do this on behalf of uh, Trevor Schmidt, our buddy. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. He, he submitted it for his uh, grandpa, who, who is Kenneth Junior Kinsey, and he's in the United States Army. He's a Vietnam vet, so I want to thank you, sir. Welcome back. Uh, they didn't get that as many uh, as often. Um, good luck this week. And he's also got invited and won a uh, veterans uh, event to go down to Fort Worth, Texas, for the uh, a rodeo competition to I think go roping with a, mm-hmm. a pro. Yeah. So it sounds like they picked ten uh, veterans. So. Uh, if anybody's down in that area, check that out. That's very cool. A good video. That for sounds a cool. Good event. So, shout out to you, sir. Thanks for your service. Thanks for your service. Thanks for your service. Yeah, and thanks uh, again to all the veterans that we have been able to shout out uh, throughout this whole show's run. And if you do have a veteran shout out, go ahead and go to workingclassbowhunter.com. Under the contact tab, there is a veteran submit form. 
send all the information in. You know, I don't know how to read <laughs> clearly. So send a pronunciation and then send a pronunciation of the pronunciation if you need it. And that email is going to go straight to me. So very cool. Very cool. Um, we we're going to do another unpopular opinion segment here before we dive in. And we have a couple of longtime listeners that are going to call in for a little bit to the show. Um, kind of a cool thank you. And, um, just people we've wanted to get on to just kind of chat with and tell some stories and stuff. Um, this kind of sucks a little bit, but I'm gonna, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give an official, overly professional statement real quick. Um, because I feel it's necessary. It's a situation that sucks. It's a situation that puts us in a weird spot. Um, there's just, I don't know, sometimes fucked up shit happens in this world and in the outdoor space and in business in general. And you got to handle things. A certain way, and um, this will probably uh, this will get out. Karma has a way of working; it's magic, and just uh, tell life works. Uh, it sucks to actually read this, but I'm going to do it anyway. So here's our official statement, and more is going to come out on this. We'll touch on more later when needed. We're going to leave it as is, and we don't want people really prying on it until um, until we have to to give more information. I guess is that fair? Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yep. Um, okay. Poaching is something the WCB crew takes very seriously. We will not tolerate it or support anyone involved. We recently learned that someone we've had on the podcast represented our brand through social media and wearing our clothing has been involved with this type of situation. We have cut ties immediately with this individual and they have admitted their guilt to us on the situation. At this moment in time, we will not name drop this individual, but we believe these things have a way of working out in the favor of people who show respect for the animals we hunt and truly care for the outdoors with a deep-rooted passion. Hunting in the outdoors is something everyone at WCB truly cares for and respects, be- respects beyond explanation. We will do our part with our platform to expose these individuals and make sure people who disrespect the life of living creatures in this manner are held accountable. Stay tuned on that. It's a fucked up deal. And you play stupid games, you win stupid fucking prizes. So we will, uh, everybody gets put on the same platform with us if you, you know, perform those situations like Bracket. And uh, we will roast you until you're fucking burn up and no one wants anything to do with you when, when you do stupid shit like that. It's the way it works. So barbecue that motherfucker. It's, it's the way it is, man. It's tough out here. But uh, you know what is hard out here. I just need to make that clear. You know, we like to have fun, man, and and drink beer and and talk loose and talk shit to each other and do all that hunting camp stuff. But it really needs to be made clear. Like in this outdoor space, we're having fun with our podcast. But when it comes to actually hunting, we are very serious. We're very passionate about it. Mm -hmm. Everybody in the studio right now. um, I mean, even newer hunters like Steve is new-ish hunter. um, We have dedicated our lives to this podcast to the outdoor industry, to conservation, to hunting. We respect animals more than any non-hunter will ever even understand. Um, and that's what I mean beyond explanation. You can't actually explain and put into words how deeply our crew and me personally cares for like the white-tailed deer, which is the most common thing we hunt in the Midwest mm-hmm. here. Um, and I think everybody in here can back me up on that. So Absolutely. All the conservation period, yeah. You know, just every critter in general, they everything is given a life. So you got to respect it, and you have to have exactly. integrity. Exactly. And, and everybody's heard that. You know, what's the old yeah. saying? What you do when no one's looking? Yeah. Well, yeah. Do the right thing, even when no one's there to see it. Right. So I mean, it's just it's yeah. it's a situation that 
you know, we we sit here and like to have fun, drink beer, and make and make fun of shit. I and mean, we do, but when it comes to this, it's it's no joke. It actually, I feel a little bit like um, when people do that type of thing, whether you're in the outdoor industry or not, it's a more of a hit when you're in the industry because you you're taking advantage of people, um, people that have dedicated their lives and time and personal time outside of their day jobs and stuff like that. In a way, you're kind of taking food out of our mouths and and you're disrespecting people who maybe helped you or give you a chance or do whatever. So I, I just felt like we should lay that out. Um, if anyone out there ever thinks that we disrespect animals or would do something dirty like this, you can fuck yourself because it's, it's so far from the truth. Um, and I feel like that's, that's straight up. I mean, we're straight up here at working class and, uh, we're pretty straightforward. Yep. There it is. Yeah. Fair enough. Anything yeah. else need to be added to that? I feel no. like it's fair, right? No, if you, uh, if you, if you don't believe us, let Kurt take pictures of you with a deer and he's like, don't disrespect the deer like that. You need to have a good clean picture. Like yeah. it's just, it's, I don't things. step. I mean, when I'm younger, I was learning, but nowadays I, I won't even step over a deer. Yeah. That was, it's, it, it is one of those things, man. You want to show respect to the animal when you, when you harvest it and like, you know, you, you got, it's there, there, there's a lot of fucked up situations that go on in this world and what you do by yourself. Like, don't, you know, if you think, Oh, I can get away with well, this. Like, what else do you think you can get away with? You know what well, I mean? Mark, you, I think you probably have the deepest, uh, you know, if, it, if listeners who don't know if you're new, Mark has been, you've been on first episode you were ever on was episode six. Yep, yep, and six. you've been a taxidermist for how long? Uh, since oh four. So you have like, you have a, a literal years. in and out understanding and respect for oh, white-tailed yeah. deer. Oh, yeah, that's deep. Absolutely. I agree. I mean, 100%. I mean, mistakes happen and things, you know, when you're a kid and you're growing up and you do things wrong. But, you know, I mean, with the respect, it's it's over the line. There's yeah. a line you can't can't cross. And, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, it happens. But you got to look at, you know, any any kind of this, anybody in this business is always tied to somebody or that's who they represent. So... If for you guys, you know, it's you don't have a choice, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. You know, you just you can't be tied to something bad, no matter how much you know you care about a certain person. The animal comes first, the laws come first. Yeah, and I think I like deer more than I like people. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> and you kill yeah. deer. What does that yeah. say? <laughs> <laughs> don't push me. Oh shit. <laughs> that, that's what it says. Yo, I think I'm calling it quits. Hey, yeah. I'm not on a killing spree yet. <laughs> How many people are in here? Dude, wait, there's six, brother. Oh, shit. The purge. Someone, one person's getting the killing spree. Buddy, 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 buddy. But you know what I mean? Like, I can understand, like, if somebody gets in a fight and, like, beats somebody up, it's like, damn, what did that dude deserve to get beat up? Right. But, like, if someone, like, kills an animal for no reason, right? it's like, well, what? Yeah. I mean, come on. You I know? mean, if you knowingly are doing something wrong and it's a big deal, and shooting a deer is a big deal. Yeah, for at sure. At least mm-hmm. it should be. For sure. You know, yeah. So I can promise you, everyone, to all our listeners, I'll promise you, I won't. If I know about it and I know someone that does that type of thing and I'm aware of it, you will not see them near me, yeah. hanging out with me, or on the podcast ever. Yeah. Um, there's. <laughs> Never mind. I was going to make a joke, but it's too dark. Too soon. Do it. Too dark. I can't. No. I can't do it. <laughs> See, so write it down. Let me read it. <laughs> I guess. I guess. I. I would say the bottom line is you've worked too hard. Yeah. To mm-hmm. let yourself go down by being associated because it. You know how right. this world is. It only takes one minute with social media these days. That's true. Oh yeah, dude. I mean, think like Brackett's one pitch career was over in twenty five minutes. Yeah. The, uh, if what? there's a very famous saying, and this is like this goes back way back in the day. I don't know if it was. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Mark Twain, I think he said it. It uh, said that a lie 
will be able to spread all the way around the world before the truth has time to put its boots on. Uh, yeah. So, you know, there's a, there's always that. Always remember that if That's something if something gets out and then it's like, you know, if we didn't know about it, the truth didn't. Oh shit! What the hell? I the, let me get ready. Well, the news already spread. You know, it's just yeah. you well, always got to think about that. And that was he was saying that back then. That was social media where you get even more. So well, what, for us, since we're on this now, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna slightly shift gears a little bit because I think it's I like this type like deep thought ish mm-hmm. talk. Like when it comes to like passion and respect for deer, is there everyone in here? I'm asking everybody. Is there a day that goes by that you don't think about deer? Uh, no. Like, think about, I don't like, think so. <laughs> you think about them always, every day, in one aspect. You're either thinking about antlers, you're thinking about what are deer doing right now. Like, it's on your brain. What Name something else that you don't go a day without thinking about. <laughs> Name something. Besides, <laughs> besides, like, your family, you know? Have we marked this one rated R yet? <laughs> <laughs> We're all dudes I mean, in here. So. Sex. But right. yeah, sex having, and having deer. Sex. Not sex no. with deer. Sex. <laughs> deer. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on, hold on. Hey, that's a whole other statement. I gotta <laughs> make, I'm making that one next week. That's Steve's final statement. We just learned about Steve. <laughs> uh, what's something I got to think about every day? Everyone at Working Class Bow Hunter is attracted to human <laughs> females. <laughs> Make an official statement. Yeah, right. Steve, on the other other hand took his tinder game too far Way more too like far. tin deer you know what i mean <laughs> Damn, dude. i'm on tin deer trying Damn, to find bro. tin deer what's hey, good take it easy <laughs> but you know there's not a day that we go by without thinking about it and then uh this is something we can't help it's just like the way of like a deeply passionate person that's a deer hunter yeah. conversates with people who aren't deeply passionate or know anything about it do you guys cringe a little when people who don't deer hunt are like oh yeah i I either I get two. You people that are completely oblivious and they like, oh, I saw a giant doe in my yard. It was huge, and you're just like, I bet it was huge. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that I had, a giant. I, was it the sure first two little I, ones, I, or the bigger one that came out. Right. <laughs> I did get thrown off. There was a dude who goes because uh, he's not a deer hunter. He's like, dude, I saw a giant in my backyard. I'm like. Okay, he's like, no, I got pictures. He showed me, and it was a fucking slob. Oh, was yeah. I'll show you the pictures. He's he's a plumber at work, and he doesn't know anything about deer hunting. He's like, look at this giant. And the first thing I see was like, there was like a little like, uh, you know, year and a half year old buck, something I would have shot. And uh, like, I, I thought that was the first picture. I'm like, oh, and he goes, oh no, no, not that one. I was like, holy shit, it, it was in Moline. So, oh, I, you know. I think you showed me that picture. Yeah, here. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you come shoot him off my porch. Yeah, you always hear that, and oh yeah, or it, and, like that's just a cool thing is. A lot of people that don't hunt or into it, they're like kind of removed from wilderness animals. Yeah. And they're, I, I think I was watching a, I, I think it was like a GQ or something Steve Rinella interview. Oh, yes, it was. Yeah, when he was doing the, he did, did a couple of Did them. you notice? So he made a good point. I thought it was really interesting. I, and I'm not, not word for word here, but he said that kids in certain areas that don't live in like, kids that don't live in rural areas, um, if you say name animals, they're going to name like zebra, giraffe, lion, right. tiger. Right. Kids in rural areas in the United States will say raccoon, deer, yeah. coyote, and cow, pig. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. like they, like actual wilderness animals. Right. And for some reason, that hit me like raising a daughter, and she's ten months. Like yesterday, she's ten months. So mm-hmm. she's getting to the point where she's like behavioral stuff instead of infant stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm in that oh, phase. Damn. <laughs> so my goal is like I'm buying all the woodland animal stuffed animals I can. Like yeah. I'm kind of like anti tiger, anti giraffe, and that might be so crazy to think about. <laughs> but I just want her to be so 
engulfed in like just knowledge about what's where she lives. Yeah. Right. You There's know, some awe yeah. because he also got the safari. So. I will, but I got to get the woodland. Yeah. The woodland yeah. animals got to get the yeah. deep root. You got to get the zoo books. Get, yeah, but you're gonna. You got such farm ground around here. Yeah, you're be able to see the cows and the true get, nature and yep. the, you know we, in your own backyard. We were looking for deer last night. You, you right. got to get the country girl growing right yep. now. Yeah. Right. I got to get her wired right. She don't even have to be a country girl. She just got to like know about the animals. That's what I mean. You know, just yeah. know what it's about because yeah. you meet girls that aren't that don't know anything about it and it's right. like oh boy this is awkward like i've so. already said every deer that i kill there's a picture with isla and myself yeah. and then every time i clean one she's gonna be right there yeah. like yep. i want her at five if everything goes well which it never does it always takes a left turn but i want her to be cleaning my deer for me like just so <laughs> like go. she's just this badass like right. elbow deep into a chest cavity of a buck you know well, isn't she already like didn't you already have an arranged marriage with uh yeah, who's a uh, who's a little boy Chandler's Chandler oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm be hunting his property here that's a match made in Kurt's heaven right there <laughs> twenty two years I'll be hunting his property so he better be growing them big Daddy's got to hunt I remember when I went to college uh, I met the guy across the hall in the dorm room and he was from Chicago you went to college yeah oh well, I didn't know that. a little bit <laughs> oh yeah you didn't. It, huh? I didn't learn anything with electronics, obviously. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I'm a sheet metal worker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm a stupid tenor, yeah. So uh, anyway, he's like, dude, I saw cows on the drive down here. And I'm like, yeah, so? He's like, no, I've never seen a cow in my life. What? Like, Are you kidding me? So there, yeah. Where was he from? Chicago. Dis- down, Dis Plains, Chicago. Really? Yeah. Never you know what's funny that you say that? Crazy. Uh, my wife, Sam, when she went to ISU, which is in Bloomington, Illinois, right. her roommate was from inner city Chicago, mm-hmm. and they had uh, on their quad there, they had tractors parked out there, and she could not believe how big tractors were. <laughs> like, I'd never been around yeah. a tractor. Really? And oh Sam's like, yeah, Kurt works on tractors. Right. Like, <laughs> really? It's like, dude. You drive yeah. ten minutes outside of Chicago, you're going to see a tractor. Right. I don't, I don't understand. Yeah. Like stupid farmers. I, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah every, all yeah. of us in here with our dumb wage brains, except for Doug. Well, that's like my buddy. My buddy's cousin flew in from New York, and he's like downtown city New York. Oh no, shit! And he never seen a gravel road before. Wow. Really? Yeah, he he was so amazed by it. He's like, because we were driving down the gravel road and doing like sixty, you know, like oh, that's normal. He's like, whoa, don't you think we should slow down a little bit? Because it's all, like, loose and just rocks flying everywhere and shit. Dude, you got to, like, dude, get, like, so funny. you got to get guys like that to go and take it to, like, the shittiest bar you can think of. Well, and then I he came, yeah, hold I was working at the River Valley Co-op at the time and drying corn. Oh, the grain silos, you know, he's like, what is this? And we explain, oh, we store corn here. He's like. He couldn't get. He couldn't process it that we just fill the silos up with corn and then dry it and the whole process there. <laughs> that you know, everything's in a grocery store, right? That's right? all they yeah. see. Yeah. We're in a concrete jungle, basically. Yeah, everything processed for you. That's everything's true. There, you know, so right. they don't even the schools. They don't have the playgrounds and stuff. So he just yeah. couldn't you know, get it. They we pick the corn and put it in a silo. Yeah, yeah. to store it. So, so you also get your interactions that way with the kids differently than you do the country kids right. and stuff. And I think yeah. it's slower pace and the respects differently amongst each other and the ex, you know. For sure. Yeah, definitely. I think so, too. And I like this type of conversation. Do, do you guys ever notice, and if we had to do like a roundtable, everybody tell like a story or whatever, that's cool. But someone that does not hunt at all, I keep going back to that. Oh. But they like come in. I have this issue. I, I, the only time I really experience this is at work. Sometimes with people that don't realize like how into hunting I am. Or like if 
uh, Sam has some of her friends come over or like family that doesn't really know to the extent of like hunting that I'm in. And they come over and like see the house and all the mounts and stuff. Like the look on their face, they're either like this dude's a psychopath and this is like his outlet, you know, they don't really get it. And, but then now I'm dealing with the hunting thing and the podcast thing. So, I mean, do you guys ever experience that with like with the hunting thing? We all have that. mm -hmm. I had a, I had an interesting experience last week. Uh, well, this, previous week so um i uh met a lady yeah right on tinder uh hinge what's classy name? Uh, we're putting her on blast <laughs> this is not facebook official not yet. yeah let me read her profile <laughs> will she you. like turtles i hope not no <laughs> she, she better not be getting attached to one yeah you better you must not introduce her to your turtles <laughs> she already did she already gave it a new name that was our first date we hung out with the turtle he's in protective custody right now You're not, you'll never find him anyway <laughs> she Turtle, she, turtles aren't very fast. She, she was telling a, telling a coworker of hers about um, that uh, that she's like, "Hey, I'm uh, going out for drinks with this guy, and he's a hunter." And the lady literally said to her, "Oh, he's a hunter. Are you afraid that 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 he'll treat your dog like how he treats those animals that he kills?" Really? Yeah. And if she told me that, I'm like, I'm like, this lady said that to your face, and she's like, "Yes, 100." percent and her response was, oh. "She's not a hunter. This is this. I, I think this is how I knew I was, I was sunken. She's not a hunter." And she goes, "She goes, it. She's like it pissed me off. So I had to tell her. Like she doesn't understand that if it wasn't for you hunters out here, the deer population would be crazy, and it wouldn't it wouldn't thrive the way it is. So hunters are doing a good thing." And I was mm-hmm. like. Oh. Well, she has a head on her shoulders, yeah. is what you're saying. Uh, well, <laughs> clearly except not for, if she's going out with yeah. me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> she's like, well, except for my hunter, because he's not <laughs> really, he's not really helping don't kill the much. population. <laughs> I mean, dude, you know, so, so, hey, so, some girl's got to get slump busters, too. She's like, oh, man, I haven't. Haven't haven't banged a dummy in a while. <laughs> <laughs> banged a dummy in a while. Sometimes, dude. Sometimes you just gotta bang, Damn, just like, bang such a piece of trash. You feel better about yourself. Mark, I'm interested to hear if you have any stories because you're a taxidermist, hardcore into hunting, and like involved with the podcast for for a touch. Like I have like a feeling like your wife's family and friends probably yeah. think it's bizarre. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it's exactly. I got lots of stories cuz of taxidermy for sure. Yeah. People come into the shop and they, you know, come down and oh my god. Yeah. I didn't know what are you doing down here? What is all this stuff, you know? And right. Freak out or my daughter will have a, another girl overnight and she'll come in and last weekend it happened she had a new girl overnight for a sleepover and she came down and she goes <gasps> What happened to all these innocent animals? <laughs> really? Yeah. They did. And, and I'm like, yeah, well, killed them dead. <laughs> I got a great story about one time I was skinning out a big buck in the hanging from the tree, and my wife's sister's daughters were over. My niece's wife's sister. Okay. Yeah. So they were like, they saw the skin off the deer and me pulling it off. They're like. What are you doing? They open the back door. You're terrible. And so I had to go through the whole story of how would you rather they starve to death or get a disease or gonna die at some point? Right. I'm mounting them, saving you know, preserving them forever. Or would you rather have them just die and then coyotes eat them alive? And you know, they right. basically, you know, just I went into the bones. kind of the bad story because as soon as I started saying that part, their eyes lit up like. This guy's making sense. <laughs> you know, He's so, not a lunatic. Yeah, That's I'm like knowledge. we we get the meat, we use the sausage and the jerky and all that stuff. And, right. You know, once I explained it, and they weren't very old, nine years old, 
You know what? I, yeah. I think if anybody's going to have that conversation with like a non-hunter or someone, it's you're like one of the perfect dudes yeah. that you're like, hey, look, cause yeah. you have a very good way of talking to people, getting to know people. People like you when they meet you, and that's a very. It, I, I would have liked to seen that conversation. I'd like to see that conversation. Yeah, happen. It, it is. It does help now that I've been. You know, like Kurt said, there's not a second that goes by that yeah. you don't think about deer. So you know, with taxidermy and growing up that way, and just yeah. the love of bow hunting and the podcast. You know, it's just so. You know, it's just going on and on. And yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I can do. I can go a little Steve Brunel on them. You know. So yeah. yeah. Kind of not. Not. You know, a lot of people get mad and start yelling about, oh, that's bull. They don't do this. They don't do this. If you intelligently explain it to somebody in a normal way, then, right. then yeah. they can get it, you know. And, and you're right. My my mother-in-law and them, they're, she's like, how do you kill those deer? Oh, oh really? Easy to draw you back know? and still? take a breath. Yeah. Still <laughs> is like that way? Yeah, but she gives me grief about it, but she knows that yeah. she's just kidding. But oh, Right, right. But, you know... Seriously, I mean, that's really how she grew up and how she feels. Like, oh, God, why do you kill him? Yeah. My, my yeah, family's yeah. always like, leave Bambi alone. I'm yeah. like, man, you would really hate to know that Like, we Dude, named fuck deer Walt that Disney, we see. Disney, first of all. I know. Fuck him. Fuck that him. guy he, sucks. He, he was a Nazi th- sympathizer, so there you go. If you want to support that and you want to support Ford Motor Company, they're, they're Nazi sympathizers, too. Just throwing it out there. Gay-ass truck. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, think, so think of the mindset of the people, you know, like you have to explain that to and what we were talking about yeah. in the concrete jungle. Mm-hmm. So if they don't know that, and they don't can't even recognize that there are deer, there are yeah. know, pheasant in the wild, or there's any kind of other nature than what they see at the zoo or what they're in books yeah. or on TV, mm-hmm. you know, they don't... There's uh, no exposure at all. Right. So then what they rely on is what they see on the news or this or that, or if they come across it, it's offensive, you know? Yeah. yeah. Why isn't that packaged in the freezer department, you know? I was, but they don't know where it comes from. Yeah. So yeah. that's the knowledge and the conservation part of it, like you were referring to, yeah. Mark, is, you know, the, the money you spend on the tags, the money you spend on, you know, the different gear and stuff that you buy that goes to the conservation Uh you know, that goes back to the wildlife parks that are back in operation, you know, the yeah. uh, conservation grounds that they're saving, the wetlands <coughs> projects, you know, the different stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what they don't see that's encompassing why we also do it and also For to sure. prevent the diseases and stuff, you know. So. For sure. But, but, you know, also <clears throat> on on the flip end of that, uh, my wife has a, a really cool friend, Taylor. She grew up actually rural, Sherrard. So she's like familiar. Not She's not a hunter. I don't think it has anyone in her family that's a hunter, but every time that I'm around her, she's she's intelligent, you know, and I respect her as a person. But she'll always ask like, "Hey, how's hunting? Hey, how's the podcast?" She doesn't hunters doesn't really like want to start hunting, but she's like interested to learn about it. So she'll quiz me on like a few hunting things. So like, she'll, in conversation, she'll just be like, "So they can just smell you, and how does how does that work? Like how like she wants to know like finer details, right?" I think she's intelligent enough to where she wants to know a little bit about everything that she's surrounded by curious, to, yeah, ha- it's to have the knowledge of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of like the flip end. You have some, it's rare to have people that way yeah. to, to actually pry, pry deeper than. And it might be helping herself the, justify the action of it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I, I don't think that with her, but I think probably some people. Yeah, right. Curi- I would, I would curiosity. Say. I agree. I yeah. have a lot of people do that to me, and usually when I get that, it's like you said, it's it's mostly women. Yeah, guys will ask too that don't hunt, but 
So it girls. seems like the women are more inquisitive about, yeah. or, or more shocked by the details of, well, they do this and they do that. Right, and right. They live here and they do this for a reason and they do that for a reason. And, yeah. And they're like, what's the rut? That's the good one. Uh-huh. <laughs> when I start saying something, they're like, oh, it's the rut. I got to go hunting this weekend or whatever. Yeah. You know, what's that? And then <clears throat> you can gain their interest by that if you get real in depth with. Yeah. Know, My mother in law is not a hunter. I don't think grew her up around it, mm-hmm. but I'll hear over here conversations with my wife and her about like, oh, Kurt's got somebody big coming in this week to the studio and like, oh, that's awesome. Cool. Or like I've been, I've called, actually I called Sam when I killed Creepy and she was with Sam, oh. like hanging out with Isla and I heard her like scream with excitement in the background, just knowing how into it I am. Right. right. So it's kind of cool to see someone that's like kind of removed from it, also understand what it means to like. Yeah. She, knows, she knows you're passionate about Be it. Right, right, right. Yep. right. That's my thing, you know. So. Yeah, that would explain my mom. My mom is the most loving little animal lover, the kindest lady in the universe. Yeah. And, but here's me and my dad hunting and shooting stuff. Right. And right. she, when we come home, did you get anything? You know, I mean, yeah. she's just, she knows how much it means to us. It means right. the world to us. My so mom's the same so way, too. She's so sweet about it, you know. And I remember had, I hit a buck when I was young and couldn't find it. Oh, and, yeah. Or the bow. I was young. And uh, we went and looked for it. I couldn't find it, and I fucking cried, man. Yeah. And she, I could tell she was bummed. She yeah. was like, man, I just wish so bad. It was my first encounter with, like, a deer. And looking back now, he might have been 120 yeah. at his biggest. Still, though. You yeah. know, and I just, man, I cried. I had 35-millimeter trail cam photos of him, and then I shot him, like, three days later out of a, a ladder stand we put up for that deer. Oh, man. And just, I bawled like like a baby, you know, and. I could tell she was like, man. But my mom kind of grew up a country girl, though. Yeah. So it's kind of funny. My first deer experience was kind of bad like that, too. We went we got a good place. It was actually Trevor Schmidt's dad ended up buying it eventually. But, oh, yeah? But uh, we went out hunting out there, and I shot my first doe. And, of course, it ran away, so I gave it time. Waited till my dad got with me, and we went to find it. And I had hit her bad, hit her in the guts or something. But anyway... Um, when we got to her, I had to end up cutting her throat, and she was just, you know, doing that bawling noise. And oh, I was like, I was still young, terrible. and I was sick. You know, I was like, this is what hunting is. Oh my god, I'm sick. I don't know that I'll ever do this again. So I mean, yeah, you could have some bad experiences, and but you know, you just <laughs> but thank, you're, you're, thank God I had the dad that I had. Yeah, that, you know, right. kept taking me and kept showing me. There, and it's not all like that, and you know, yeah, my. My dad is not a hunter at all. Um, he, my, I guess my grandpa and his his uncle hunts. Uh, and I remember when I shot that buck, I showed him a picture of it. Yeah, I was super proud. And my dad knows nothing about deer. And he looks, he goes, shit, you couldn't have shot one bigger than that? <laughs> <laughs> he said that. Damn. Yeah, I don't know if I ever told you guys that because it was just like kind of like a real quick thing. I was like... Dude, I was like, it was awesome, man. I was like, I enjoyed it, but he's just like, ah. he's just giving you shit right about yeah. it. He noticed the milk on the lips too. Yeah, yeah. he here. obviously <laughs> knew a little bit about hunting. <laughs> he looked. He's so, like, he's yeah. like, hey, look, a virgin. Hold the picture of a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> like, shut up, Dad. I got laid once. <laughs> once. Before, when you were 23. I'm like, you would know yeah. she went to a different high school. <laughs> I was going to say to Mark's uh, statement there, too, you know that the story <coughs> where, you know, you have to go through some of that stuff, and that's kind of your previous statement as far yeah. as ethics and, you know, the passion for it and stuff. That's part of it. you got to embrace the suck, you know. Yeah. You also encounter the, 
the joy of it. Yeah, yeah um, for sure. And but to be able to ethically know that and get down and maybe shoot another arrow or finish them off rather than just let them expire. It's your responsibility. You know, shows, yeah, your responsibility, and yeah. it shows your own compassion. Mm-hmm. You know, for right. the animals. So. That's the thing. You know, if um, you know wounding animals does happen, like if you hit one far back, whatever it may be, it's your responsibility to put in the work to. Uh, sorry, my phone's <laughs> airplane mode. It's your responsibility to get in there and, and do what you have to do as a hunter and someone that's yeah. dealing with the life of another animal. Um, so we have a couple listeners that I want to get on. Um, I'm thinking I might as well just con- conference call them and have them both on at the same time. And then maybe once we get into that, we could do our unpopular opinion segment. Yeah, cool. Let me Let me grab these guys, get them on, and then we'll meet you guys on the other side. Um, or talk shit to us or whatever you want to do. And we can start with Aaron first. And I guess, you know, the floor is yours, sir. You have uh, airtime on working class bow hunter. So uh, oh, shit. take it away. <laughs> All right. Um, well, this, this last season, I killed an eight point, And that was, you know, it, he wasn't the biggest deer. And I, I really hate people say that because I didn't hesitate at all to take my bow off the hook and, and draw back and shoot him. But, uh, <laughs> You know, it, I we have a my wife and I we have a little boy and he's almost two now and uh, you know just getting adjusted to that lifestyle of having a kid you know being in your mid thirties and going so long with not having you know other than you know a dog and a cat to really take care of other than yourself <laughs> you know it's it's like yeah I used to every November be like all right I'm taking the first week of November off work and I'm just I'm hunting. You know, the whole week yeah. before rifle season comes in. And then last year, 2017 through 2018 was very much a, oh, you're going to take the whole week off? Okay, so are you going to take him to daycare every morning? About that. Daycare opens. <laughs> uh, daycare opens at 7. I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to be in the tree stand. And then it's like, so I, I didn't do any good that year. I just didn't get, get to hunt the way I I would have liked to, but hey, it's part of it. Um, this past year, um, yeah, I hunted some public here in central Kentucky. Um, that me and my buddy Andy, he's a listener as well. What's and, up, Andy? Uh, he, uh, he's, he got some really, really big bucks on camera on, on some public around here. And, you know, we went, he went over there more than I did, but back at my parents' house, um, they got permission just right down from their house. It's all along a river, and it's just a couple bottoms. And put a camera out there and start getting pictures of you know six, seven different bucks. And yeah, it was it was one of those opportunity things. I didn't certainly you know wasn't wasn't holding out for the the biggest one that was coming in, but you know I, I did take a week off work, and he was there on Tuesday, and so was I, and you know. He came out 13 yards and put a victory TKO nice. right through his right through his heart. He ran about 70 yards and killed over. What, was, what bow were you shooting? Was good. I was shooting an elite ritual 35. Oh, boy. Damn. Big, big arrows and an elite? What sight did you have on that unit? I, I had an HHA. Oh, Kingsman. my God. Bring it home oh. for the boy. <laughs> dude, this guy's such a brown noser. Good God, Eric. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, dude, I know you're a listener, man, but, like, you know, don't kiss our ass. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, the only reason I like you is because you're a Bengals fan. <laughs> yeah, well, well, we'll see how it goes this year with them. Uh, hopefully, they can 
You know, uh, Andy we'll Dalton's going to the Bengals. Do home, better. The Bears. That was almost like bow porn, man. Yeah, right, right. I was going to say if you got the Virtus on you there. Didn't even, I, I, I didn't have a Virtus, oh. but I did. I did. am shooting a Scott release. So, oh damn! One more thing that we have in common. I'm about to bust. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a scent crusher? <laughs> I, I have the uh, uh, Scent Crusher Ozone. Dude, he's got the Scent Crusher Ozone. Go. Boom. Yeah. You ever listen to Fire and Kid podcast? That's what they always say on that show. That's like the only show I listen to on UFC. I can't believe you said that. Okay. That's funny, man. It's a good humor. That is funny. Yeah. Aaron, now, Aaron, was there something more special about that deer that you weren't telling us? Uh, well, there was another deer the night before, another eight point. It was about the same size. Um, it was right at the edge of dark. I, was, I hadn't seen anything all evening, so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to get back to the house and got all my stuff packed up, and I lowered my bow on my bow rope, and then I just dropped my bow rope, and I was two sticks down, and all of a sudden, this eight-point just comes, like, charging in. And, I, and I'm like, really? What the hell? <laughs> so, so I climb back up there, and I shoot a text to my dad, and I'm like, hey, I need you to come out here in the field in the side-by-side. That way it'll, you know, put, push him out. off. Yeah, without me tromping through there. So he stayed, that deer stayed for about 10 minutes till dad came through the field the side-by-side. He walked off, and then, you know, I was thinking, great. Because I, I, I had enough. It was still shooting lights, but I had just been been out all day, and I was like, you know what, I'm not going to do any good today. So that's what happened. Interesting. Good move on the side by side deal. That's a smart move. Yeah. Hey, I, I actually learned it from you all. Wow. <laughs> I think I think it was was it was it Clark talking about right yeah. in the, It probably yeah. was Clark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's the guy that uh Clark he changed the way I think about wind. We did that one podcast oh, yeah. and I was just like, Man, that puts it in a different like light for me, like quartering winds. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I think that podcast was like a big turning point for me and understanding like animal movement. That helped me understand my property. I was showing Mark when we walked on it, <clears throat> excuse me, and walking up and down the draws there, mm-hmm. and all these cross trails, and they're all the quartering winds yeah. across this property. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's rare, uh, it's rare a mature animal moves with the wind to his face. Mm-hmm. Right. And when they do, yeah. they mess up, and that's when you're, I mean, creepy. He turned and walked the wind, oh, did I say to his face? That's yeah. how they want to walk, yeah. to, his, to their back. Yeah. Um, he walked to me with the wind to his back. Not for very much, because you know he's going to cut right back into it. But I was just it, there, so it's weird yeah. when if they do that, it's man, you got to be there or anticipate their quartering wind. I don't know. You can't right. really predict that they're going to walk with the wind of their back. But um, yeah, Kevin, how was your how was your season, man? Well, <laughs> <laughs> she, did you really have to ask him? Hey, that? You, you and Steve just did the same uh, look. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, well, I mean, uh, a little different, but I mean, I somewhat similar, uh, on a, October 28th, um, I called in a buck to like five yards and like Aaron said, you know, not the biggest buck, but I was, as soon as I saw him come in and you know, he was wider than his ears. I was like, this is it. I got to do it. It's been three years for me. So mm-hmm. I don't care if like, <laughs> I'm excited. This is going to happen. Like, we got to do this. That's all that matters, man. Wax that fool. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wax that fool. Wax that that fool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And, um, yeah, he 
I did some light calling, uh, a little bit of rattling, and I had a six-pointer come up, you know, early on in the evening. And so I let him go by, called again, and I saw this deer coming. And I was like, okay, it's game on. Like, I've been trying to still film a little bit and stuff like that. And, I mean, it's nothing high-quality production. It's just a GoPro. Like, I just... I have to do this. Like, it's been so long for me. Like, yeah, make it happen. <laughs> and, yeah, he came in right in front of me. You know, hesitated for a second. That's all I needed. I zipped one through him, and that was it, you know? And then I had my oldest son come help me, blood trail him, which was awesome. Very cool, man. And, uh, How old? He's six. Awesome, dude. Nice. That would have been really yeah. cool. Yeah, as soon as it got dark, he was like, um... Hey, Dad, can we go back to the truck? And I was like, um... <laughs> well, we don't have the deer yet, so... It's a bad time yeah, right it, now. <laughs> it, it doesn't... Yeah, it doesn't quite work like that yet, but you can go with Grandpa, head up the hill, and, you know, we'll be... I'll be up shortly. And then, uh, you know, five days later, um, I fell. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, my season ended there, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, man, that's too uh, bad, man. But... I guess, Doug, Doug has fallen from a tree stand too I'm going to put him on blast a little bit Been there, done that I mean, <laughs> yeah. make, make the guy feel a little better Because it's not like it, You're not the only guy that this happens to yeah, And right. I don't know well, how you know, feel about it, Kevin It's pretty but, embarrassing you know, but. Like, No, I mean, no I'm I'm, I'm beyond that point Like, we I don't want to say it, but like We've all done it, you know Like, we all get up in a tree you know, and well, not all of us, but some people. You know, we we take that risk and get a little too comfortable. Yeah, I mean, it happens, it, and it happens. <laughs> you know, like I mean, I'm I'm paying for it, and you know, things are getting better, and I'm back to work and stuff like that. But you know, I mean, how long were you out we, for? Uh, I was in the hospital for 20 days, and Holy it was shit. three three months exactly. I went back to work. You know, wow, man! Yeah, you got yeah. a little worse than I did. What? So, Doug, what happened when you fell? I know you've told this briefly on the podcast. I feel like this is important conversation. Um, it, whether or not you guys are embarrassed or not, it is important because I've done a lot of dumb shit. And I'm just fortunate that I haven't fell. Yeah. What happened with you again, Doug? Uh, I cracked two vertebrae, compression fracture, and then snapped my pelvis almost in half. Ooh. Ooh. So, what? Why did you fall, or how did you? Oh, fall? Um, the loam of hook. I uh, tightened my stand too tight, and I stood on it, and it came off the hook. Like you're talking oh. the one, the, you the, the hook that's there, off, yeah. the one with portable. Yeah. The and so you had the hook there. You set the hook on. Did you not have a strap on it? I only used the hook and bottom strap. I only used that my whole life. So the top could fall. Yeah. Well, yeah, you. I get dumb I didn't have another strap. And you're an engineer. I had to use it, had to use it for another <laughs> stick. I had to get higher. I had to get higher so I could fall harder. Yeah. <laughs> dude, hey, big risk. Come with dude, big. Had to be cool. Hey, play stupid games with <laughs> stupid prizes. Yeah, so you got to risk it to get the biscuit, but sometimes, man, that biscuit has hair on it. Hey, I'm glad you're okay, Doug. But, uh, it basically shot putting me out of the tree. What happened? I mean, if you don't want to talk about it, Kevin, you don't have to, but what happened with your situation? You can tell so, me to, he- to go to hell. That's completely yeah. fair. Oh no, I'm I'm dead ass honest. When I wish you would have just been like, go to hell. <laughs> hey, <laughs> he said, dead ass, yeah. piss off, click, <laughs> click. Dude, he said dead ass. This ain't no. He's from the East Coast. He's like, I'm dead ass serious. All right, Steve, be quiet. 
I love when we have a listener that tells Steve to yeah. shut his mouth. <laughs> we we just mute my mic for this one. Yeah, shut your pie hole. <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh, no, I, I couldn't resist, you know. <laughs> that dude, that's I love it. How good did that feel? I love it. All right, so I went to <laughs> I went to a stand that wasn't mine, and I don't like portables to begin with. I'm a I'm a big guy, you know, like. And I went there and I was like, oh, you know, it'll be fine, <laughs> you know. And uh, I climbed 18 feet, got in the stand, got all set up, felt, you know, okay, somewhat. And I was sitting there and I was like, you know, this just doesn't feel right. I should get down. And I was like, no, I better, you know, sit it out, be a man, you know. Yeah. And then I stood up, I was facing the tree. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm going to get down. This Something just doesn't feel right. And then just like that, I was falling. No shit. <laughs> the ca- Damn. Yeah. Jesus. The cables, the cables that hold the platform up snapped. Uh, oh, wow. And, Damn. Damn. Holy shit. I, yeah. So I landed pretty much kind of on my feet. You know, smack my ass, kind of thing. I don't, I don't really know. It just hurt. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was the same way. My uh, my knees and, basically went uh, through my chest. <laughs> yeah, I oh. bit my lip. I was bleeding out of my mouth like crazy. Oh, oh shit! I, Dang. I was so angry, you know, because I was angry at myself. I did it, you know. Like it's, it's all my fault, basically. <laughs> right. And, uh, you know, of course, I was screaming and hollering and cussing and all that jazz. Got some wits about me. I was like, all right, I need to call somebody because I can't get up, you know. Mm-hmm. And called my parents. They were, I don't know, 10 minutes away. And then I had to call my old lady, oh. you know. Ooh, that was bad, I bet. That was, that was not fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She she was in the car with my kid, and she thought I was joking. No shit. So yeah, and then you know, then I I called nine one one because at that point, like I was just basically numb below the waist. Ooh, you no know? shit. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. And yeah, that's a lot so worse than mine. you know, yeah. Well, pretty close to yours, honestly. I fractured. Uh, T12, L1, L2, and burst fracture on L3. Damn. And if, honestly, if I could have got my knees underneath me, I would have crawled the fuck out of there. Because, you know, I did not want to be that hurt, basically. Yeah, yeah. Understandable, man. Yeah, like you it's, the same as I did. Like, in your head, you're like, I could just get to my truck and I could just yeah. go to the hospital. Yeah, what, what, Doug, when you fell, when you hit the ground, did you try to get up? Did you try oh, to? Oh, yeah, I tried walking. Oh. And uh, you know your rings on your pelvis? Yeah. And I snapped one. So I took a step, and it like went clank, clank. Well. <laughs> yeah, like I could feel the rings connect and then come apart. <sighs> and I was just like, oh. That's not good. <laughs> yeah. were, you like lose, were you losing your mind when you fell? No, I, I, I was awake the whole time. I felt like a bad dream, really. Like it was not real. How Slow how yeah. how de- Doug? How deep in the woods were you when this happened? Um, I was probably four hundred yards back on along a tree line. Kevin, how deep in the woods were you? Luckily, I was probably 
I don't know, 10 yards off the field edge. Oh, very nice. Oh, well, I guess I don't want to say very nice, but it's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. That was really no, nice. As good as it could be. Like, in all honesty, like, the reason I can walk today and I'm doing so good is because I got very lucky. Like, I was close to the road, well, somewhat, and, you know, people got to me so fast, and they wouldn't let me get up, stuff like that, you know. Because mm. if I would have tried to walk, which I'm sure I would have, <laughs> yeah, um, I probably would be paralyzed. That's, oh, oh, oh. God. Yeah, it, Thank you. I, I just got chills. Yeah, <clears throat> I came as close as you can come, probably. You know, to to being totally paralyzed. <laughs> yeah, I man, dude, I remember. Bad. I do remember the day that happened. So just. Like, we, we've been friends, like, you know, almost about since, you know, 2015 or 2016-ish, you know. I think we've been friends on Facebook. And I remember I seen that on my feed. I think your wife posted that, hey, he had an accident today. And I know through the OGs it was like, yeah. hey, did anyone see what happened to Kevin Die? Like, we, we, we've we seen him around enough. We, and tr- like we, we try and friend our, our yeah. diehard listeners as best as we can. And, and it was like, it, it, we all were like, holy shit, what happened? Like, we cared. Like, we, we really cared about... About you because we knew you had a uh, family and some kids and things, and I, I just uh, I, I remember just being like, "Damn, dude!" You know, I I remember I sent you a message. I was like, "Hey, dude, mm-hmm. you know, I hope everything gets gets uh, better for you." And um, I, I wanted to come in and check in on you because I was like, "Damn, dude, I know you got a family. You know, you're a working man. Mm-hmm. You know, we love the same things, and we we've become friends. So it to me, it's it's been wonderful to see all the progress you made." And I've been following it, so it's yeah, not not to get too soft on you guys, but uh, I'm I'm awfully fucking glad that you can still uh, do what you do. I'm glad you're still here. I'm glad that didn't end up worse than it is. But uh, dude, uh, man, and it also sucks to, you had to go uh, through that, brother. To Kevin's point, if you yeah. do fall, I guess the best advice is uh, don't try walking. Yeah, do not try to walk. <laughs> yeah, I guess, call for help. I guess I could have yeah. an artery could have came in between my pelvis and I could have ripped it. Ooh. So yeah, Blood to death. yeah. yeah. I, things change. Go ahead, Aaron. Did you have to do any plates or screws in your pelvis? No, I did not have to do that, actually. Somehow it healed by itself. Wow. Ooh. I was in a wheelchair for three months. So. I, I will tell you, things oh, changed yeah. for me last fall when my wife... I mean, I was always like relatively safe, but I mean safe as in I didn't hook in until I got into a stand. Yeah. Like Every right. stand I hung, no harness. You put the harness yeah. on and then hook I didn't have hook. a harness on until I got into the yeah. sand and was ready to hunt. Things changed for me when Sam got pregnant and I said I'm no longer the only dude. Like, mm-hmm. before I'm like, all right, I fall out, whatever. That's <laughs> Sam on can me. find a new husband. That's on me, yeah. Like, <laughs> I, got li- I got life insurance. All Maybe she can find a, a dude without a wage brain with more money, you know? Like, so, but me, I'm just a dumb wage brain, you know? I just, I, I can only comprehend so much. Like, bolt, nut. Titan, you know that's all I got. (laughs) It's a wage brain. I I use that term every day at work. You get the you get the 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 engineers come down and they try to like I got a piece of paper that tells me I'm smarter. You're like, well, my wage brain can't comprehend what you say. You You know, I just like you should be like I cannot understand you when your shirt is tucked in. Untuck your shirt and talk to me. I just say hand tattoo. Gas station, <laughs> future career, you know, like that's all I'm capable of. And I'm just like, I need part numbers, man. Come on. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, show me the model and walk me through this. I'll build it for you. Nut and bolt. Um, 
I don't remember what the fuck I was talking about. Oh, <laughs> when Sam got pregnant, it changed the way I think about tree stand safety. And with my dad, my old man, you know, he's mm-hmm. 60. I'm like, Dad, if you fall hard now, it's a lot worse for you to recover than it is for me at 30. Right. Yep. I promise so, you. My dad fell at 59 off a 12-foot roof. And he's still suffering from yeah. Watch our day. latest vlog and see one of the stands that we hung. If that's up there, did you guys, did you guys watch it? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I've been in it. I forgot. Eric climbed the stand for the first time ever in the dark. In the dark, and you were in the cameraman stand when it was in there. So that was higher than four that foot one. higher than the one that's there With now. With screwing steps, did you see so it, Gene? That yep. stand. Yep. Yeah. With screwing steps, I'm climbing in the dark. I'm like, I have no idea. You know, because like. Regular steps, you can kind of feel where you're going. <laughs> yeah. Screwing steps, you're uh-huh. reaching above you, you trying like to the... find. <laughs> hey, like, go okay, everywhere. where's the next one at? Oh, there it is. Okay, yeah. I'm pull myself there, up. Okay, there's no the standardization in uh, lengths between steps. Right, yeah. Right. Well, right. then the tree just grew over the years, and then the steps just become further apart. Smaller and smaller. Yeah. So, I've, been, I've been in it. Yeah. I was going to say, Eric has been higher than – I've never been in the cameraman stand. You've been <laughs> higher in that tree than I have. Yep. It's – 34 35 foot it's up there <laughs> it's stupid like if you fall out of that you're done, you're done. yeah this yeah. spring it's I, not a good outcome no i showed mark this what i call old sketchy and it, it has to be fixed this this spring yeah. without a doubt old sketchy it, yep, it's it's a modified 22 foot ladder stand it's a couple ladder stands put together but it's the only way i can get up in this tree this particular big one but i did that same stupid thing i was listening to your same story kind of how I got caught up November 16th this year, missing a deer, and then actually leaving and coming back, you know, just sick about it, and standing on the seat of that thing because I thought, I'm not hitting this stupid branch again. It was when I was trying, I was drawing back on Quasimodo, and this this deer with a big tumor on its back, that's why yeah. it's called that. And... uh it, you know, this branch got in the way. Oh yeah, you guys are laughing. big tumor. <laughs> and uh, so that's the greatest little laugh ever that could happen. <laughs> a little chuckle in there. So that branch got in the way, and I thought, okay. And I that was the day everything was going wrong. I was about to quit. These guys were talking, I and mean, you need to get back out there. He was there for a reason, you know. Yeah. So I got back up in there, and I, I remember thought, that day. it's yeah. not gonna burn me this time. I was standing on the seat, and I was still strapped in yeah you know but i same thing it did not feel right yeah and i after about 10 minutes of it and i just didn't feel comfort i'm like this isn't worth it i had to step back down and i I had to come to a conclusion and accept the fact if it came where it did again that i'm not gonna be able to shoot that way yeah yeah. you know but i almost was risking it it ain't risking it so we gotta consciously start thinking more about that oh yeah you know especially as a community because you hit it for we sure. got people who depend on us now. Because yeah. you know when you're putting you a stand-up sometimes, you're like, yeah. this is well, not that, okay. Yeah. You ever tighten a strap with your teeth and you're like, yeah. oh, what's up? I got no hands. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I got, so yep. stagger steps. You know those three stagger steps? Mm-hmm. You know the ones you oh, buy yeah. at Farm Fleet? This past, if I had not had my harness and uh, lineman's rope on, I was putting one of those on, thought it was secured. You know, it's got that little notch that you put mm-hmm. around and clip it yep. up and in. Yep. Yeah. Thought it was in there. Stepped on that thing. That thing come popping out of there, and that dropped. And I was suspended by my lineman's belt, thankfully. Yeah. Had I not, Ooh. I would have dropped about 18 feet because Dude. that's the one I was at. Real the quick, and I want to get back to, to you guys. Um, but one thing I did two years ago, I went on Amazon. I bought a shit ton of, like, climber rope for fairly cheap. 
and then I bought uh, what is called. I know a lot of like the saddle guys out there, and a lot of guys who run uh, linesman's rope know about this. Uh, the Ropeman One. Rope men one, rope man one, whatever the fuck, however you do it. It's it's a basically it's a descender, and you run your linesman rope through that instead of having a prusik knot or whatever, however you pronounce it, with your white collar brains. I don't know. And <laughs> that's a wage brain. But instead that. of having that knot, you just run your tail in to tighten or loosen um, your linesman's rope. And every time I hung a custom gear set, I have that on. For that extra safety, you have both your hands, and you can just hang off the tree. It's perfect. It's so, slick. Yeah, it's it's awesome. It's awesome. I think almost all saddle setups, no matter what brand you run, um, utilize that uh, roughly that system. Like I know the bridge is kind of that system, so you can sit up and pull it tight or mm-hmm. loosen it up how you guys want. But. The uh, the lines of the rope is for like fat guys like me who are out of shape, dude. When you like, you can take a like a two minute you know breather. You know, you gotta lift something heavy like a stick and put it up to a tree, dude. You're sweating. You just uh, lean back on it. The linesman's rope Your is first stick up. Yeah, you can stop eating a sandwich in those things. <laughs> oh, believe me, dude. You, do you know how many Casey's pizza slices I've eaten while hanging off a tree in the linesman's rope? It's a lot. We don't have Casey's in Kentucky. Man, that's why Kentucky sucks. Have you ever had Casey's pizza? Oh, you. you I think you sent us some videos of <laughs> yes, you stopping at one. Yeah, we. Uh, my sister-in-law lives in St. Louis, and we were driving out to see her, and uh, I saw the sign for it, and I told my wife, I said, uh, we're pulling in here. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> give me a scale of 1 to 10, how, how good is our pizza? Man, I would say it's a solid, like... Eight and a half, nine. Wow, Damn. Ooh, that's pretty good. We're Kevin, we're coming out of a gas station warmer. Yeah, Kevin, have you ever had Casey's pizza? It really doesn't. Oh shit, no. You never had it at all. No, I'm East Coast man. No, oh man. Did I read something or getting rid of that? What's that? Casey's Pizza. Oh, no. no, no. <laughs> Was that no, a fake no, book? Fake? No. It's yeah. the cardboard box. Oh, that. that's what it is. I swear to God. Dude, uh, no. That, that is a myth. That, that's, that's how they make their mo- their only money. That's if right. they got rid of that's pizza, right. Steve would 10. be 130 pounds. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah. They're getting rid of the cardboard <laughs> by 10. If Casey's was just like, no more pizza, no more bush light, that business would crumble in two yeah. days. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, unfortunately, Quickstar would come in. Like, these Wisconsinites, like, all right, everybody like in the Midwest. In a bag? Yeah, dumb shits. All right, let me <laughs> explain something to you and I'm, I'm sorry for taking up your guys' time but like Minnesota Iowa Missouri Illinois uh, Indiana Ohio everybody can agree that Casey's is great Wisconsin on the other hand like fucking quick star bud shut the fuck <laughs> up <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna go on a tangent I promise as I'm going take your bag they're, somewhere else let me tell you there they name your their pizza their bags. Bag, and their fucking pizza is called cheese mountain like does that sound like anything you want to eat hey bro you want to eat yeah. cheese mountain pizza like no bound up how would you a like a, how would you like a hot and fresh Casey, Casey's pe- pepperoni pizza it's like yeah slam dunk Casey's would never endorse this but if you eat two slices of Casey's pizza on your break from your morning hunt to your afternoon hunt, it fuels you for big butt killing power. Oh, for yeah. sure. Um, Kurt's calling his shots right now. It will bind you up and then you will let loose after your hunt. I bet. Hey, I would bet. Name Clint. any big butt killer in the Midwest who didn't eat Casey's pizza within a three day period of a big butt killer. I was just about to say, name Clint him. Casper. Name Clint him. Casper eats Casey's pizza before every hunt, I'm sure. Name him. Look how he looks. <laughs> it's a fact. Damn. It's a 100% He's fact. It's on the internet. Log Jam at the Mountain what? <laughs> said, Cheese Mountain sounds like it should be renamed Log Jam at the Mouth of the River. Fucking name, Miller. This guy knows. The Beaver Dam? Bound up for a week. 
The Cheese Beaver Dam. The Cheese Beaver Dam. That's the name of my new strip club, guys. It's coming soon. All right, I gotta ask both of you guys: Are you guys gonna make any upcoming trade shows this month? Hell yeah, Ohio! Both yeah, you guys. Both you guys are coming to Ohio. Yeah, yeah. I'll be oh, hell oh, yeah! Shit. Well, that's gonna be a party. <laughs> well, that'll be fun. We didn't even plan that. I didn't know that both of you guys were gonna be there, so we can all uh, we'll have to get together and do dinner or something like that. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, a light, like, uh, a light dinner. Maybe I'd like to uh, if you all could send me one of those twenty-four ounce koozies. Uh, we might be able to do that. We mm. probably say both we'll of you once. We'll see. Do we have? Um, <laughs> speaking of Ohio, do we have Ohio hats in the works for that show? We do have Ohio hats oh, in the works. Whoa! Yeah. Goddamn! Oh. We have Illinois hats. We have Iowa hats coming this weekend. Yep. We have Illinois hats coming for the weekend. Uh, two weekends after. Yep. We have Wisconsin hats ready for Madison. That's right. So that's right. All you Ohio fans, we're going to have the Ohio. State working class bow hunter hats, <laughs> and, the, and the sports guy gets it. <laughs> Hell yeah! Hey, I appreciate both you guys' support of our show and all the dumb stuff we've done over the years, and you guys sticking with us when you absolutely did not have to. We didn't know you at all when you, when you found us, and we we really do appreciate. Quick question though: What's their favorite episode? Oh, damn! Wow, Kevin, you go first. Um, I'm thinking probably the uh, Gene Miller and Patrick Perkins. Oh, nice. That was a good yeah. one. Yeah. Thank you. That was, that was a long one. That, that was, was like, like three and a half hours. Three and a half hour podcast. It was a marathon. Yeah. That was a uh, military talk, hunting talk, um, hunting camp. Yeah. That's when I was yeah. giving Patrick, uh, I was giving him shit for drinking Michelob Ultra on that <laughs> he podcast. Smacked them all on the out. table. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pinky out. Pinky out, man. Yeah. Okay. Good one. Aaron, what about you? Man, uh, I would say it was probably the bone collector ones, uh, previous two were the T bones. The, but the last episode that came out with Chase was like, yeah, that was, that was good stuff. Like, Thanks, man. The, the way, the way he talked. You know, explain about the industry and you know about like influence. Like you know, he talked about yeah, you may have followers, but do you have actual influence? Yeah. Right. You know, and and he he talked about you all too. You know, like yeah, you all have influence. Like I was shooting you know another brand arrow for a long time, and then you all start talking about victory, and I started looking at him. I'm like, you yeah, know, that's a really cool looking arrow. That's got a lot of good positives to it. Let's try it out. And I, you know, same thing with elite bows. You know, I've got a another carbon riser bow that was very expensive that's sitting in my garage gathering dust. I can tell you one. Well, we appreciate that, man. That that does mean a lot to us. And anytime any of our listeners send a message saying, hey, I checked out this because of you guys, or hey, I like this episode because of this, or you guys are idiots right. because of this. Mm-hmm. Like, we appreciate all that stuff. So that does mean a lot, you guys saying that. I'm trying to think of trivia as I'm oh, talking uh, about the show. <laughs> Who's your guys' favorite hosts? Not Steve. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Shot yourself in the foot there, didn't hey, you? Why don't you, both, why don't you both go fuck yourselves, all right? <laughs> you regret that, don't you? Know? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I had to, you know. 
that's too easy. I mean, come on, dude. <laughs> hey, everybody needs batting practice, I guess. It's fine. It's all right. I will say my, my favorite one is Doug's mustache. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh damn. Is that a first? Damn. Not yeah. Doug. Doug's mustache. Yeah. 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 Sorry, that might be a first. You sure got a pretty mouth. That's first someone actually acknowledged That's right. Doug in spirit. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's like, it's like my heart. Doug, I hope nothing ever happens to you, but if it does, we're shaving your mustache off. We're going to frame it in here. <laughs> we're going to Elmer's glue it to a piece of <laughs> printer paper. And Mark's going to taxidermy it. Just yeah. do me a favor and just cut my whole top lip off. <laughs> the meat and everything. Yeah. We'll have Mark skinning out and flesh out yeah. the lips. And, and you got tan me, Mark? We'll tan it. Yeah, yeah. trust me. Yeah. It'll, take, it'll take about five years to get it done. But yeah, we'll right? Yeah. Maybe longer. <laughs> it's, a, it's a big lip. Yeah. <laughs> It's a big lip. Oh, Coming in hot. We love you. Oh, my God. Good God. Dale, Dale's not dead. He's just a lap ahead. Hell yeah, brother. That's right. Dale's oh, not dead. He's just a lap ahead. Yeah. Doug went right for the jugular. Doug did. Burn on Mark. Did. Oh, we, we're popping mics left and right on this one. That's fantastic, though. That was good. That was really that was funny. Good. Are you offended by that, Mark? Oh, no. I'm good. <laughs> I'm, not I'm trying to think of trivia for I'm these guys, but I well, I wasn't prepared for uh, this. Um, what would you change about the show? Ooh, that's a good one. Oh, shut the fuck up, because you know they're going to be like, cut Steve. <laughs> I just want to hear him say it. We're listening. All right. Uh, nothing, huh? That's <laughs> it. The show's perfect. You're cutting out for a second. Oh, they didn't hear you. Oh, hey, uh, Doug wanted to know what you would change about the show. Uh, man, I really don't have any complaints. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, obviously, I listen to every episode y'all put out, so. Damn, Kevin, nothing? Mm, yeah, not really. I mean, it's it's so good. I mean, how do you, you know, just keep doing it. <laughs> yeah, don't yeah. stop. There you go. It's, don't it's fucking stop. But it's also, just gotta keep you know, on keeping on. But you also learn some stuff. And I appreciate you know, that. It's, it's not... You know, it's not fluff and filter of, you know, hey, welcome back. You know, the Cookie radio. Cut. Voice <laughs> Very cool, it's, man. It's just good. It's just down to earth. Awesome, man. Well, I appreciate you guys saying that. That means a lot. And we really do appreciate your support this uh, this entire time. Five years, man. You believe it? Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a long time. Yeah. Well, I think right there, we're going to close her out. What do you guys think? Yep. I think this yeah. is, it's been good. Um, here's what I'm going to do. Kevin, I'm going to start with you. Do you want to close this podcast out with any positive words, words of advice, anything? The floor is yours to close the episode out. We'll do a roundtable with everyone. Um, Yeah, you know, I just got to say thank you, you know, to the guys, pretty much everybody there, <laughs> Gene, uh, Moneybags, Mark, you know, thank you guys for, you know, just being you guys, being real. Um, Steve, reaching out to me you know we talked quite a bit when when i was in the hospital and stuff like that and you know you guys you you've always been something constant you know every week you're there you know don't you know don't change that and my son he's six years old he's his whole life he's known you know working class bow hunter <laughs> There you go. I mean, where yeah, do you man. go from there? You know, yeah, right. you know? yeah, man. Yeah, thank you. Hey, well, keep on, keep on keeping on. 
Damn, I'm about to cry. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I was not ready for that. Yeah, I wasn't, I, ready, I for wasn't ready for that either. Man, we, well, I really appreciate that, man. That means yes, a lot. Like we, you, we appreciate you more than you know, man. And uh, all of our listeners that dedicate their time to listen to us and, and rot their brain, <laughs> we uh, we do appreciate everyone out there. Rot their wage you know, brains. <laughs> yeah, your wage brains. They're not getting any better listening to us. We're just encouraging that wage brain because uh, we have it all. But no, like you know, if you message us, reach out. Like I'll do, I'll do my best to respond and, and and try and become friends and uh build the community together so thanks kevin man i appreciate all your support man and best of luck to you this upcoming season i'm looking forward to hanging out i'm calling it kevin's gonna Ohio. kill biggin Ooh, oh, and this cleo mustache is talking say it again say it again say it again you didn't hear it said kevin's gonna kill biggin oh i called it the mustache is spoken <laughs> aaron what do you got brother man i don't know how i'm supposed to follow that like yeah <laughs> I'm in, like I said, I, I drive a lot for my job, you know, and uh, 1,200 miles a month in the car, you, you really start to uh, look for things that you, you enjoy, and you always seem to go back to them, and, you know, I just always, you know, I'll go back and re-listen to episodes, then, uh, like he was saying, just constant, so, yeah. appreciate the entertainment, appreciate the info, the knowledge, it's, it's awesome to, you know, when you all get to interview you know just your friends and just hear their perspective and then when you interview you know someone like the great rut daniels and you (laughs) get to take away all the knowledge from that you know he he almost won the 96 olympics (laughs) he almost did he got screwed hey just keep it out out of the wood wood. (laughs) keep it out of the wood he's doing it for kids it's a damn tragedy thank you aaron for your support brother i hope to see more funny Videos that you can yeah, come up yeah, with about each episode. Yeah, they're good. They're good. Eric, what do you got, brother? I know. Just thanks for, uh, thanks you guys for coming on the episode today, and thanks everyone for the support for the last five years. It's been a crazy and wild ride. That's nice. for sure. If we were a kid, we'd be in kindergarten right now. Not fuck. We'd be in kindergarten. <laughs> we'd be the dumbest kindergartner. <laughs> Riding bikes by now and tying our shoes and shit. If we, if we were president, we'd be. Uh, uh, if yeah, we got reelected, <laughs> we could be our in our second term. First, almost year, spell term. our name. <laughs> yeah, we could almost spell our name. We could tie our brother's shoes together. Brother, this point probably. <laughs> Mark, what do you got, brother? Oh man, Mark. First, first episode was episode six. <laughs> yeah, Thanks. episode six. Yep, I remember when you were talking about it in the taxidermy shop. Mm-hmm. We were going to start one, and then yeah, from the beginning. So, yeah. yeah, it's been been fun. It's grown amazing, and all I can say is I know you work your ass off on it, Kurt. I know you. I yeah. mean, people don't know; they don't have any mm-hmm. idea. Yeah, I appreciate what that. you do, and I could never do it. The electronics, all that stuff, it's insane. <laughs> yeah, so, Eric's the store man. Every time somebody makes an order, Eric's packing shit up, and oh yeah, sometimes guys, I fuck it up. But yeah, hey, hey, you said a lot of shit to the die house for well, sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, for we, sure. We definitely yeah. dice it up, man. We uh, we learned on our own and. We'll continue yep. to learn on our own, and sometimes we do shitty things, and quality-wise, and it's just the way it is. It's, it's amazing, it is. you know, how long. Five years has gone a long way, come a long way. And, yeah. like, meeting these guys, talking to them, messaging them, whatever. When, yeah. When that happened to Kevin, man, it was heavy. So yeah. yeah. It's cool to meet all these guys. We, belt, we kind of have, like, a com- community, yeah, it's cool to have a community within like the show, and, like, it's just, uh, I don't know. I'm super thankful for it. We're super grateful to have everything that surrounds us right now and it's funny how me measuring a deer at mark's taxidermy shop (laughs) turned into me having an internship doing taxidermy turned into starting the podcast turned into us becoming friends with gene through mark 
Gene listening to the show. And I'll just let you talk about it, Gene. What do you got yeah. to close out with? Oh, first off, Kevin prays, man. I, I pray for you personally. I'm a prayer warrior. But anyways, uh, you hey, know, I'm, I'm glad everything turned out for you as well as that. Um, the, the, the influence, that's, that's the key, mm-hmm. you know. And mm-hmm. what's been beautiful about all this is getting to know each other's families, watching and talking to people that are just passionate about the same thing you are. You can have nothing in common whatsoever. You know, it's just like being a service member, and you can go find a veteran and not immediately just start talking about something. Mm-hmm. So you can take people that you don't know and a subject that you're just passionate about and instantly grow, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. and then leave knowing something about each other, if not nothing. Right. You right. know, right. so that influence that you guys have built is just it's been phenomenal. So I remember that, you know, Mark and I have been buddies for 39 years, and I'm big on trust and loyalty yeah. and, and realness. You know, mm-hmm. I'm key to that. Yeah. That's, and uh, yeah. so, you know, I remember when I was coming back from uh, from actually Fort Bragg, and uh, I went there for an All-American week on a visit. And Mark's like, hey, listen to these guys. And it was episode number two. And so I listened to number one and then number two, and that's all that was put out yet. Like, yeah, that's kind of cool. And I didn't even know what a podcast was. Yeah. Right. You know? And because uh, I'm far from electronic, I'm totally tech challenged. <laughs> well, you have a wage brain. <laughs> yep, I have total wage brain and less than. Uh, you have a welder brain, yep. you have an assembly brain. Yeah, we all have the same brain. We get yeah. it. Yeah. It's what we do. Yep, skip your computer stuff. <laughs> I, got, I got a minimum wage brain, bro. <laughs> so hey, I started listening. You're $12 you know? an hour, yeah. Eric's 20 an hour. Yeah. 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 A dime holding up a dollar, Steve. <laughs> so, you know, that summer, uh, you know, I, it, we're into six episodes, and and then the first shoot out there, Loud Thunder, and the people that showed up, you oh, know, just shit. out of a small community yeah. of people just networking closely. Hey, a lot of people talking. don't know we started our shoot on public land, so yeah. shut the fuck up, you know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> public landers. What's up? Public we, land parties. We walked eight bro. miles to that spot. Man. Yeah, dude. We, I kayaked there, actually. Not a lot of people know that. <laughs> so, yeah, I drove there and just parked my truck. So after we drilled a bunch of holes in our bows, no. Uh, that, was the first, that was the first shoot. Yeah, it was, and, though, uh, honestly. And, uh, first know, place me and Kurt ever shot bows together, too. And it was up. the kids that were there. So then the next year, you know, that grew at at another at logan's house and it just kept expanding and expanding yeah. to look at the public now you know what's coming up in the events and just the community it's built that's what's fun yeah. getting to watch marriages getting to watch children's born you know yeah and and the growing friends and hearing the stories and other stuff of you know like kevin's story like doug's story you know yeah. we're all guilty of it so make you more conscious and aware of it by hearing it yeah, you know, pay attention to it. That's what I love about it. For sure. Well, I appreciate you guys, both Gene and Mark, you guys jumping on and basically being a part of this within family, within spirit, really, and uh, oh, yeah. coming on. Anytime we ask you guys, hey, you want to come on the show? You guys are here, yeah. you know, and uh, it's awesome, you know. And I think your family gets it, too, you know, at oh, this yeah. point. So. Oh, yeah. So Thank we appreciate you guys. And, uh Doug, dare I ask? Um, it's hard, kind of hard to follow up you guys. Is- <laughs> well, well, let me let me let me heart, feed you brother. this, Doug. And maybe listeners at home tuned out, but right now this point this is for us. This is for the people in the studio and you guys on the phone too. You guys are in the studio in spirit. Doug, you were kind of a fill in. Yeah, I was like, I asked, him, five I asked years. him to come I'm once. Three, I think I'm at three years, which other than college and hunting, that's like the biggest commitment I've made. 
<laughs> well, I don't remember. Did I first meet Doug? Where did I meet Doug at first? I don't I don't know. Know. I, when he party, came back, dude. no, when he came back, it might have oh, been. Oh, to the garage party one time. Is that yeah. where we met? Yeah, in Air's garage, I think. Because I think when he came back from college, that's when we really started hunting yeah. together and hanging out together, when he came back home yeah. for good. Yeah. And then I think we, I invited him to one podcast, like, come sit in, whatever. Yeah. And he didn't come back for a while, and then Kurt's like, hey, you should bring Doug around more. He's, yeah, he's yeah. a good dude. He's I do remember dude. that. I do remember that. Dude. Yeah, and I appreciate it. I mean, I thank you guys for, you know, bringing me back. And yeah. Some, somehow I'm here. It's the good <laughs> with the boys. You know what? If it, wasn't, if it wasn't for Doug and his family, I wouldn't be in the situation I'm in now for bow hunting and all. But it's kind of like the hunting. perfect, like, add-in. It's the right. perfect puzzle, yeah, puzzle piece. So it's like, right. yeah, and... That is true. I'm very selective on who I let into this yeah, WCB I, I circle. Thank you guys for that. Well, I, you know, you're funny. I think you're funny. I think he's a piece you're, of shit. You're a killer. <laughs> yeah, you, I mean, it might have a piece on him though. Hey, that's yeah. your opinion. Hey, that's your opinion. Back the fuck up. He'll back the fuck up with that opinion. <laughs> he's got a piece he's, on him. He's about, uh, the, porky he, pig, he's about hey, the porky piggy. He's about the porky piggy with that bare body. But no, I mean, I think what maybe like why I related to Doug. I feel I feel like we have a similar hunting style. Yeah, we grew up hunting. Yeah, I feel like you and I kind of are like. I, I feel like a lot of we're parallel to a lot of things we think or how we hunt. I don't know. Yeah, I it's, agree. You know what I mean? So, and that's probably the reason Mark and I hit it. I feel like you and I, um, not necessarily hunting tactic style, that might be too, but I feel like the mental game, mm-hmm. Mark and I are kind of more on the same spectrum on like outlook and ways of thinking about hunting. I feel, that's why I feel like we click so hard. I do too. That's, you know, that's exactly the way I feel. That, mm-hmm. A lot of our, because we had some long, long conversations in the taxidermy <laughs> shop. It's like, dude, yeah. you think the same way I fucking think about shit, <laughs> yeah. you know? which is cool. Right. It's refreshing to, to have that because it's, it's uncommon. But right. I felt that with you, Doug, which was I was like, man, bring that dude back. I do remember that conversation yeah. now. Um, but I don't know. I mean, you kind of you're kind of considered the fill-in, but like at this point, you're the permanent fill-in. Your, your mustache is really the co-host on this. <laughs> yeah, the permanent. I'm, I'm really glad I grew a mustache. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, you'd just be some white-collar guy. Yeah, yeah, just some yeah. weird dude in the corner. I'd just be some dude. piece of shit. <laughs> Instead of that. mustache, Doug, you'd be white-collar Doug. <laughs> yeah, like, he just likes the beer <laughs> and the gear. Yeah. I like free bows, and uh, I like to sit around. And, yeah. <laughs> hey, speaking of just getting free shit and not a whole lot of balls. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do want to thank everyone for listening, like Kevin and Aaron, like all the listeners and stuff. Like, I don't know. I appreciate everybody. I hear that. So <clears throat> moving on to someone who just uh, has fun and doesn't really have any responsibility. <laughs> this uh, the other, the other freeloader. The sad thing is we give him responsibilities and he still doesn't do it. Mm. Yeah, Sometimes. and we're dumb enough to keep him around. Irresponsibly. <laughs> Sometimes he does. Sometimes I guess does. we're the idiots here. <laughs> Dude, um, here, here's the thing. So, we're five years into this. I, I wasn't sure that we'd be five years deep, right? The family that has been built around this, right? Uh, like this whole thing has been absolutely amazing. Um, you know, every every time I've fallen on hard times, you guys have always been there. Like you guys, the crew right here that's in this room, essentially, and uh, most of the uh, the OGs. Um, like I'm living at Doug's house, right? <laughs> like it's yeah. it's amazing. So yeah, that, Daddy, you're living at Daddy's house. I'm living house. at Daddy's house. I got like three daddies. I'm pulled in the trailers, looking at me. <laughs> that Dude. Snapchat was pretty epic. Dude, <laughs> I get. I, I do want to say, um, you know, I'm I'm very grateful that uh, th- dude. These past past five years, a guy like me could never ask for anything better. They've been amazing. 
I know I give you guys a hard time, but you guys always take me back. Everybody in this whole community that that has been created from a tweet, you know what I mean? Essentially. To be fair, Steve, you to give us a hard time, but we give you just as much a hard time back for your behavioral yeah. issues. You guys do. You it, guys do 100%. It levels off, and you know that, though. <laughs> you had a piece of pizza thrown at you. <laughs> I almost killed Steve at ATA show like two, three yeah. years ago. Dude, well, and then last the, year, dude, too. last year, he almost got beat to death. Wait you, wait, you almost killed him with a piece of pizza. I almost killed Steve at every ATA show he's ever been to. We're on a streak here. How many times have you punched him in the leg, slapped Countless, him? Countless. Countless number of times. Hey, but, it, but it's for my good. I've learned that, apparently. Dude, no, I, I, content. I think we've all yelled at Steve in a... In, an actual serious way. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. You know I what? Until ATA, we love you. So. Yeah, you did. <laughs> it was. I held on as long as I could. That's fine. Yeah, Doug did snap on you. Doug I wait till like. I get to the brink of like full blown beating your ass every ATA. <laughs> <laughs> Eric almost kicked his ass the time you threw the pizza at him too. Oh yeah, yeah. Eric, Eric wanted yeah. it first. Me and Mark were in a very awkward position. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> <We were. laughs> you were freshly new around. Yeah, I was just point. like, yeah. I don't oh, know what shit. to do right now. I was like, uh, fuck this guy. I guess <laughs> I'm going with the majority at this point. <laughs> take, yeah, I'm with the majority. Like, I'm not I, taking guess, Steve's I guess I'll just jump in. Some just point, kick Steve's ass. Throw in a few punches. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll tell you what, but like, I don't know why I'm doing this, but I'm just with the group. I, just punch I don't know what I'm doing, but fuck him. <laughs> I like where I'm at right now. I don't want to be a fucking loser and not join in the party. I want to be a part of the podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, bro. You understand this isn't coming from hate. It's coming from love. love. <laughs> no, I. And if, if I want to take a take a, a serious note here, like this. This group, like, yeah, all that shit is serious, but, like, I love you guys to fucking death. I'm super happy we're able to do this. When uh, when my uncle just recently passed, like, all my family did reach out. You know, we were talking, making sure everyone was okay. But, like, I, I did a post on Facebook, and the amount of people that are, like, that have added me as a friend on Facebook or whatever that have, like, reached out, the the amount of love that and support that everybody in this hunting community and the WCB community, it, it just... It touched me something, Dave. I'm going to try not to cry on this because, uh, you know, I, w- I was in a deep, deep place. Like, I love my uncle to death. And when when he passed, like, it devastated me. But the love that I got from everybody that, like, I, I don't even know half these people. And they were like, you were sending me some love because we want to support you. And that that's one of the greatest things that's going to come out of this podcast is just the, the community that's around it, the love and support that's here. And um, I, I do want to touch on something i think is cool with it with our two guests aaron um who we've i think we we message on instagram and we ended up knowing that we're Bengals fans and i've been able to see this guy you know when he when he made the announcement that he was going to have a baby and now that his baby's too like i couldn't believe this baby's too and it's a it's it's been amazing being able to be friends with you and sending these stupid ass moth memes <laughs> you know, as, much as, as much as I have. Like we send hey, each other a lot of dumb shit. <laughs> yeah. And uh and, and with Kevin, you know, I uh I, I really felt like he was like a, a good buddy because like he's just been around, he's just been like hanging out and when when that, that happened I was like, Man, you know, that was like one of our guys, like that's that's one of us. And uh I'm I was so relieved, and I, I think you messaged me. You're like, "Hey, like it was like 20 days later," and I, I checked on you every week because I because mm-hmm. I care about you. And you were like, "Dude, I'm going home," 
And I, rem- I, I remember like seeing a snap where like we were, you know, starting to be able to move again. And you had the WCB hat on, and I was like, well, I think we sent you a swag pack, didn't yeah. we? Kev, what's that? Didn't we send you a package? I thought we did. Hell yeah, dude! Thank okay. you guys. I looked at Eric. I'm like, you said that, right? I, 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 I was questioning. I'm like, I think I did. <laughs> yeah, we're, we are a bunch of drunks. But I should, I should, I should have Kevin's address memorized for how many, how much <laughs> shit he ordered shit, from that's us. True, or his wife for him. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, speed yeah. label. Yeah, it's always, yeah, it's always my old lady ordering the shit. Yeah, right. But I, awesome. I, do, I do just want to say it's a blessing from everybody that reaches out to us. You know, with with this podcast starting and be able to know you guys on a personal level, that has been one of the greatest things to me. And I, I, I could die a happy man tomorrow because of all the people that I've met that have loved me, hated me, gave me shit. All you guys in this room, everything. And sorry, I'm super emotional. It's been an emotional week for me, but I just wanted to get it out there. Um, I love each and every one of you guys, uh, except you, Doug. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, by the Wait, way, don't you live with him? Yeah, by the way, rent's going to be late uh, a week. But, <laughs> but uh, Bro, get the fuck out of my house. Yeah. Hey, I'm gonna ride <laughs> I want to. I want to. Call for Steve. You say, oh, boy. <laughs> no, he rings a bell and I come in a little just, French maid dress. Go, hey, bud. Come here, bud. <laughs> so, wee. <laughs> Give me a beer, bud. <laughs> but, uh, honestly, from the bottom of my heart, um, thank you for everybody who's out there listening, everybody that's ever got in contact with us, um, supported us. I love each and every one of you to death. My life would not be as good if you guys weren't in it. So, I want to say thank you. And I'm going to go back to being a drunk idiot the next podcast. But for this one, I just wanted to put that out there. All right. Good I job, you guys. Kurt? I don't, did I give my Kurt? deal? No. You I don't think so. You always, you always skip out when we get yeah. to you. You, yeah, you do. I do. We need to hear. Well, it's because so. my co-hosts forget to interview me back. Kurt. <laughs> Kurt. Got anything to say? Man, thank you, Doug. Um, he says oh, he, no. He's, he's like, no. he's like oh, thank okay. you, Doug, and ends he just, it. He just I'm like, I'm good. Like, I'm, I'm good. good. Appreciate it, Doug. Um, honestly, I feel like this is kind of like a dream, to be honest. Like I, uh, I was cer- I've been so engulfed in hunting since I was a little kid, and just got obsessed with it from the get go. That, uh, and you know, I did like the whole online show thing and some projects that were necessary for like my personal growth and like outdoor media or outdoor industry. And um, I don't know, starting the podcast was an idea I had, working a shit job I had at the time that I hated every single day. And I basically thought of the idea, and uh, it just snowballed into, like, what it is now after some growth and just everyday dedication to it, every day working on something with it. Um, And honestly, I'm obsessed with the brand that we build and uh, the people that are involved with it, the people that surround themselves with it. And what I mean, when I say that, I mean anyone that's ever listened or liked any post we've ever done or anything we've ever done. I appreciate any little just fraction of support that anyone can provide. It's uh, it's honestly unreal, you know, to, to get a picture sent to me of some dude in Texas with a sticker on his truck that I don't know who the guy is <laughs> or just wherever it might be. It's a very crazy feeling. Um, or to like hear a buddy at work say, Hey, I got a buddy that hunts down in Southern Illinois and I was telling him about a podcast I listened to. And then the dude already knows who it is. Right. Like that type of shit blows my mind. And I honestly like to a point, it's like, I don't feel like I deserve it in a way, but and it's kind of unreal. Like I can't really believe it's happening. I'm a very loyal person. Like I, I think, um, you know, like if someone supports me or is ride or die with me, I'm ride or die for them. And it's, uh, I got their backs 
forever. It's loyal. And then if someone does something wrong to me, you're out. You're out of the circle forever. And I, I feel like at, at points it's a flaw for me and points I feel like it's a positive too. Um, it's, I'm very, I'm very forward. Um, I don't know. I don't know what point I'm getting to. I'm very fortunate like to be surrounded by the people I have and the things we've done, the brand we've built. And, uh, I'm I, basically what I'm saying is if you support us and listen to us, I got your back. And for people that piss me off or whatever, I'm very known for basically saying, fuck you, you're done. Um, you're done with me. That's just what I am. I'm, I'm straightforward. And I feel like that's a, it can be a negative and a positive, but I feel it leans more towards the positive traits because you don't ever have to wonder what's going on. Um, but basically what I'm getting to is just, I'm glad that we built this, this family, um, somewhat of a following. And, uh, I appreciate it, man. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm kind of like mindlessly rambling. It's, it's pretty surreal. It's crazy. <laughs> You're fine. Um, just say, bro, my life's a movie and we'll get it. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. Uh, bro, my life's a movie. <laughs> but I'll tell you, I am very looking forward to the upcoming trade shows, man. That's, I mean, I, I, you know what makes the next s- five years. Yeah, dude, you know what makes me sad is is when I talk to because we've had the privilege to talk to a lot of guys that have been in the industry for twenty five, thirty plus years, right? Um, and they don't, they're not excited to do trade shows. So that's work for them. It's exhausting for them, and I I don't understand that because I think that, and maybe they've just been doing it for so long that they lose the uh, I don't want to say they lose the appreciation of it. But I think they lose uh, a little bit of the sense of what it's like to have someone come up to you and be like, hey, dude, love your podcast or love your show or whatever. Um, and that is the reason why we do it. Like when we get messages uh, of guys, hey, I have a shit fucking job and your podcast helps me get through my job. Like I hate the radio. I can only listen to so much fucking shitty ACDC. Like I need to listen to a podcast about hunting or like what I'm passionate about. I hate ACDC. That's a fact. And if you quit listening, that's, you know, maybe, you know, Metallica's around about the same time, so figure it out. Um, <laughs> I love Metallica. <laughs> I love Metallica, too. Oh, yeah. Like, well, I love that new singer they got from ACDC, you know, the Australian guy, who, you know. But what I'm saying, I, I, I don't know. I don't get, I forget. Anyway, thank you so much. I forget. That's all. That's all. Um, I'm looking forward to the shows and, and talking to people who support us, man. That's like the coolest thing. We Shit. get to see these two fools at the shows. Yeah. Like this weekend's Iowa. I'm excited to share beers with people that listen to our podcast in Iowa. Silos, like and yeah, new people maintenance, coming around. Or, yeah, maintenance yeah, maintenance new people. people. I love when old dudes come up and go, "What's a podcast? I'm mad already for no reason." And I'm like, "Well, hey, let me explain something. Don't be mad." To, hey, you, you, gotta, you, gotta, you just be like, "Okay, boomer, no big deal." Um. I'm still trying to figure out my perfect speech. I started like I'm about to blow your mind, and then I just scaled down from that. What's a podcast? I'm pissed. What'd you kill this season? It's like, um, why is your hand tattoo? Do you work at a gas station? I'm like, God damn it, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Yep, I do. <laughs> they look at me and they go, what's the deal with a fat one? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Don't worry about him. <laughs> oh, the, oh, the fat one? Don't worry about that fat yeah. one. That, <laughs> that guy, don't worry about hey, that guy. That fat fuck. I wouldn't worry about that fat fuck. Last year at Iowa, a dude walked up to me and Ingholm. Ingholm's our roadie for the shows. <laughs> and we were drinking Bloody Marys in our booth, which we do, you know, guilty. Occasionally. This Best dude, hangover this drink. This dude walks up, old guy, probably in his 70s, just mad already, just because he, he had to get up. And he walks up to the booth, and he's just giving us the look. And I'm like, hey, man, how you doing, sir? How's your day going? All right, how are you? I'm like, well, I'm drinking now, so I'm doing good. 
you'll learn and walks off i'm like <laughs> you'll learn i'm like all right have a good day <laughs> there so clearly that dude wasn't hugh hefner so you he can't teach you anything you don't hey, already no. know hey, you so. can't win only after throwing one quarter i, lo- <laughs> I looked at tyler and i was like that was fucking awesome <laughs> <laughs> or the guy in illinois that walked up and was like would you kill this year yeah and i showed him a picture he's like mm. Decent. <laughs> yeah, decent, and just stumbled off. Would you? Would you kill this year? The game, bro. Yeah, walk away. Good. Yeah, walk away, hard ass. <laughs> yeah, walk away, dude. We need All to right. start screwing with the people. Are like, hey, would you kill this year? It's like, well, bro, we killed on TikTok. What you know? Damn. What? Twenty twenty, real fast. All right, we're gonna close her out. Thank you guys for joining on the phone. Fairly last second. I appreciate you guys. Hey, should they get no, the honors? Hey, you guys. Each of you. You guys want to say go shoot your bow? We'll close her out. Sure. Aaron, go ahead. Yeah. Go shoot your bow. Kevin? Hey, we love you. Go shoot your bow. the most legendary shows in the outdoors is on waypoint tv don't miss primo's truth about hunting wednesday nights at 7 p.m eastern on waypoint tv the destination for outdoor entertainment